Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 114 of the Walk with the Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Black, and today we're talking the show from Friday, February 16th through today, Sunday, February 18th. And before we get started, just sign up, West Coast Pro does have a show tonight called Under the Bridge, but honestly, I do not want to go right after that, immediately after that show at like 11, 11.30 my, my time at night, so I'm just going to talk about that on Friday's show, this upcoming Friday show on episode 115. So I just want to give you that side note, but we're just going to jump right in. We're going to start with the Friday, February 16 shows. We're going to kick it off with New Japan Pro Wrestling and CML's Fantastic Media Day 4. As we kick it off with Tag Team Action, I also told you, Yushibara Karma and Cho, defeating Tiger Mask 4 and Defanto at some minutes in 21 seconds via Schoolboy on Tiger Mask. In Tag Team Match with Dark Panther and Takahama, defeating Francisco Akira at Okamori at some minutes in 18 seconds for Russell Legranaro. On Okamura and tied to match with LAJ's IWGB World Champion to see Naito and Kamatachi defeating Junior World Champion El Desperado and Brillante Jr. at nine and a half minutes via on name Kamatachi roll on Brillante Jr. Then our fourth match of the show, we had six man tattoo. We had the world historical light heavyweight champ Atlas Jr. teaming up with one third of the never open six man tag team at champions at the current television Hiroshi Tanahashi LOEO defeat Wisashi, Rusuke Deguchi, and Hachisero at 12 minutes and 58 seconds via. Goku lock on Deguchi. Then we go to an, another six-man tag match with the world middleweight champion Tamburo, the world historical welterweight champion Mascot Doral, and the world historical middleweight champion Mystico. They defeat Salvador Jr., Rocky Romero, and Doki at 15 minutes and 22 seconds by disqualification when uh, Salvador Jr. ripped the mask off Tamburo. And yes, and CML, by the way, and basically in any uh, Lucha, Lucha Libre promotions. If you rip a mask off a mask superstar, that's automatically disqualif- uh, disqualification. Then we go to our, our semi main We had the uh, two semi final match of the 2024 Tag Team Tournament. So basically, the two winners meet at the finals, and the two losers of e- of these matches will meet in a third place match. So the first semi final match was Les Desperados, one half of the Mexican national tattoos. Magnus to a follow junior. They defeated the lightweight champion Stigma and Pagasego. At uh, what was the time? Give me one sec. Do apologize there. Just try to find the time. At twelve minutes via uh Magnus knee on stigma. So lost us both will fans to the uh finals while Pascisco and Stigma will go to the third place match and the main event, the other semifinal match. Stoker Jr. and Ultimo Guerrero, they defeat LAJ's World Welterweight Champion Teton and Bushi at 12 minutes 24 seconds via Torpedo Splash on Bushi. So the finals will be uh, Les Dos Bros versus Los Guerreros. And then the third place match will be Stegman Pegasego versus LAJ. That will be on Saturday shows, which I'll talk about. And by the way, there's no collision this week, by the way, for the top of the show as well. There's no collision this week, but they'll be back on the 24th. So, but that was New Japan Pro Wrestling. Then we go over to NXT's level up. Only two matches on the show. Kick it off with uh, Brookshire to beat Javon Evans. That's formerly known as Jay Malachi from Deadlock Pro Wrestling at 6 minutes and 22 seconds. In the main event, Izzy DM to beat Gigi Dolan at 5 minutes and 44 seconds. So that was uh, level up. And sticking to uh, theory, we're going to go over to SmackDown. Live from Salt Lake City, probably there was a double tape because next week is the Elimination Chamber. And 
So most of the time we're going to be in Australia. So figured they must tape it. I guess it's a super long. I, I never flown to Australia, so I don't really know. I heard it's like 20 to 22 hours, I believe. But anyway, we could go with this week's go with the Rock Pop to the Delta Center. Then we go to our first of four Elimination Chamber qualifying matches. The first of two for the men's side. Kevin Owens versus Dominic Mysterio. Match starts with a lock up the Tanker's logging chart and submission once before Kevin Owens hits Dominic with a short tackle. Dominic finds himself on the outside by slides back and he looks to hit a boot to the midsection of Owens, but he catches it and locks in a side headlock, then followed by a short tackle. Falls with an arm drape, but Dominic catches with a hurrah and a drop kick. Owens close eyes Dominic out of the ring, looks to go flying, but he moves out of the way. Before he can, he sends Owens to bounce it off the ring apron and it kicks with a right hand. Dumps it back in the ring and sees R-Truth as he appeared out of nowhere. So Dominic takes advantage and attacks Owens. Gets it back in the ring as we go to a commercial break. We come back a break. Kevin Owens fires right hands on Dominic's midsection. Before he they land right hands on each other. Before Owens hits several elbows full by a clothesline. He fires stomps on Dominic. Hits him with a clothesline to the outside. It falls with a running senton. He dumps Dominic back in the ring. Lands a cannonball. Then climbs the top rope and connects with a frog splash. Goes for the cover but Dominic kicks out. Dominic hits a face buster on Owens, followed by the three Migos. But on the third suplex, uh, Kevin Owens counters it. Dominic blocks for laying the last one, hits with a DDT, climbs the top, but looks for a frog splash. Owens runs out of the way and hits a swanton bomb for a two count. He looks for a stun, but Dominic responds with a kick and does it for the six one night. He hits it, but only got a two count. I gotta be honest with you, I get Dominic does it for heat, but honestly, he needs to stop doing the six one night. It looks so sloppy. Honestly, most of the time when he hits it, like it, it looks sloppy. I'm just being honest. Anyway, so Dominic calls for Truth to grab a chair for him, but Truth does it. But uh, instead of hitting the chair, he just sits on it and tells him to turn around. This allows Owens to connect with a super kick and it hills, hits him with the pop up power bomb to be the fifth guy in the men's Olympic chamber match at 14 minutes and 10 seconds. Not a bad match. I just want six out of 10. Then after the match, Archer celebrates Owens went from the outside. Then we go back to Caleb Braxis with Drew McIntyre and she. And she, the, blah, 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 they discussed the World of Without Number One Contenders Chamber match. So Drew said he needs to win the match for Ellen Knight walks it and says McIntyre wants to talk about his WrestleMania moment being stolen from Heel Steel Mode from him once again. So they continue going back and forth, taking jabs at each other before officials appear to separate them. Then we go to our second match of the show, another Olympic Chamber qualifying match, this time for the women's side, Tiffany Stratt versus Selena Vega. Originally, this was supposed to be Tiffany Stratt versus Shotzi, but on the NXT taping, Shotzi injured, has suffered an injury. Hopefully, it's not too severe, but according to reports, she might be out for a long time, so I wish Shotzi a speedy recovery. So Selena Vega takes the spot of Shotzi, and, it, and the other women, so I'll get to it. Albafar did take what's the substitute for Selena Vega in her match with Naomi. But onto this Tiffany match, start. They start with a lock for uh, Selena hits the back up with the strand, both with a hurt crowd off the middle rope. Tiffany responds with a body slam, but Selena trips her and the action spills to the outside. And Selena sends Stratton's head bounce off the ring apron, follows with an arm drag using the ring apron for extra momentum before hitting a springboard mozo and takes those a legal del fantasma. Watching the action from the crowd as we go to a commercial break. We come out of break. LW reemerges at ringside as Selena hits a clothesline to Stratton. Sends her crash in the ropes, goes for her own version of the 619, but Tiffany avoids it. She, Selena lands a DDT, but Tiffany responds with Alabama Slam. That was actually a nasty looking Alabama in a good way, though, not like sloppy. It was actually a pretty nice Alabama Slam. Goes for the prettiest moonsault ever, but Selena moves out of the way and does it for the 619 again to the knees of Tiffany Stratton and followed by Mirror off the middle rope. Actually, spills back up to the outside where Stratton whips Selena into the barricade. Electra Lopez gets in Selena's face, so Selena pulls her into the ringside uh, area, then immediately throws right back over to the joins to the rest of the Legado de Fa La Fantasma. 
and walks in. Once she gets back in the ring, she walks in the spine for a strength. Once she gets back in the ring, falls over the prettiest moves ever. And Tiffany gets to win and qualifies for the women's chamber match at eight minutes and 18 seconds. Not a bad match. I just want to also six out of 10, but I did like the opening match a little bit better. Honestly, Tiffany's prettiest moves ever. The one she got to win with was a little botchy, but I mean, that's whatever. I mean, it came right down. For a second, it reminded me of like, I think it was like 2000, I believe. 99, 2000. It was one of those um, where Kurt Angle hit the moves on Hardcore Holly and literally his knees landed right on the arm, broke his arm. But luckily, no injuries here. But to, honestly, this was kind of predictable. On, I'm going to be honest with you, all, all these qualified matches were so predictable, to be honest with you. I thought they'd do at least one upset, but oh well. Then after the break, and this match, by the way, a six, like I already said, six out of 10. Then after the break, Women's Shoot, Eos Guy sends a message to Bailey ahead of their women's title match at WrestleMania 40 as the women's tag team champions Kabuki Warriors flight and care before Kari Singh puts Dakota Kai on notice for sign with their for sign with Bailey last week. Then we go to tag team match at Authors of Pain, Akamar Rosar versus Javier Bernard and Bo Morris. Never a part of that guy. Javier Bernard hasn't been on NXT in like forever. This was literally a squash match. Akam wastes no time after Bernard as he clocks on the takes of Rosar. AOP drags Morris into the ring as Razor fires right hands on Morris before taking Akam back in. AOP hits Super Clark, followed by the neckbreaker par one combination for the quick win at a minute two. This what this. This was whatever, 1 out of 10. Then we go to a our next match, a non-title Olympic Champion qualifying match. It's from the men's side. For the final spot, United States Champion Logan Paul making his SmackDown debut, in-ring debut, I should say, versus The Miz. Match starts with a log for The Miz. It's a short tackle and a Tama drop, but Logan Paul climbs the top and hits a crossbody. He plants him, then hits a light drop ball by eight chop. Miz fires the chops on Paul in the corner, hits a series of kicks, lands a short on the midsection from the apron. Paul hits a cross by from the top rope to the Miz on the apron as we go to a commercial break. We come back for rig. Miz hits a pair of close to Paul, whips him in the corner, then connects with a flatliner, but, but Paul looks to like splash him in the corner. Miz avoids it and plants Paul, then hits the it kicks. As Paul looks to escape, a Miz pulls him inside as he hangs onto the rain skirt as the referee forced him to release him. Paul's distracted, fixing it. Logan rakes Miz in the eyes and falls with a skull crash of finale. Goes for the cover, but Miz kicks out at two. So Miz looks to hit it, the skull crash on his own, but Paul blocks and Miz opts the log in the figure four. But Logan makes it to the bottom of the break up the, the submission move. Ashes spills to the outside, and Logan continues wearing down the Miz. He spots a pair of brass knuckles from his friend Jeff in the crowd, but Miz attacks him from behind before he can use him and toss him aside. Miz plants Paul pl- plants Miz inside the ring and hits a in my notes, I did write modified version of STL, but I had to go back. It, it's basically like a f- modified version of Skull Crash finale to get the sixth and final spot in the World We Talk Network Terrace Olympics Chamber match at 12 minutes and 41 seconds. Not a bad match between these two guys. I, their SummerSlam match from a couple years ago was way better. I could just want a six out of 10. And then we go. Uh, backstage, we see Nick Alls meets one half of the NXT Tatches, Braun Breaker, Jake Cargo, as Tiffany Strand was talking trash to Liv Morgan and Bianca Belair. And then we go to our main event match on the show, the final Olympic Chamber qualifier match, this one for the women's side, as Naomi goes one with Alba Fire. Match starts with a lockup, then Alba Fire sits Naomi Crash in the map, then sits a crash in the middle, turnbuckle face first. Naomi lands a kick on Alba's head, then slaps her face and hits a spoiler like leg drop. Ashley spills to the outside, and Naomi and Aladon get each other's faces. Naomi sends fire crash in the ring, steps face first as we go to a commercial break. After the commercial break, Naomi hits a hurricane to elbow, then falls with a draw kick, falls with a bulldog, climbs the top and hits a cross body for a two count. Fire hits a face buster, and Aladon takes a cheap shot at Naomi from the outside 
as referee was directed. So she goes for the cover, but Naomi kicks out. Alba looks to connect with the gory bump, but Naomi escapes, hits an integrated Aladon off the apron, and locks in the Starstruck for the submission win at 9 minutes and 18 seconds. I like both ladies, but honestly, this match was kind of disappointing. Um, I thought Aladon interfering was a little too much for me. And honestly, like I said, during the, uh, the other women's chamber club, honestly, all these qualifying matches were so predictable, honestly. But Naomi is the first, fifth person to be in the women's world title with Terrence Chamber match at Elimination Chamber. But I just want a 5 out of 10. Then we go backstage to receive Dakota Kai beg Bailey for help for dealing with damage control in light of their message earlier in the show. Bailey says she doesn't know who she could trust and tells Dakota she can't deal with this right now. Then we go back to ringside. Nick Aldis stands on the right, but announces that he officially signed the NXT Tag Champ Braun Breaker to be member of the SmackDown roster. Braun makes his way out and puts pen to paper with a contract, shakes Nick Aldis' hand, and photo photographers meet them and they take pictures. Then our Maven segment of the show, the bloodline makes their way down to the ring before undisputed WWE Universal Champ Roman Reigns tells Salt Lake City to acknowledge him. Then calls the people of Utah and fans at home dumb. He said when his cousin comes out, people may may pay more attention to catchphrases rather than what they're saying. He says there's meaning to everything they say and says tonight is the greatest night in WWE history because the first night is to officially say that The Rock is a member of the bloodline. So the rock's music, and then he makes way down the ring. He says before he drops some golf so on fans. He has some good news to share. He says the fans in the attendance has a broken record in the state of Utah for the largest gathering of trailer trailer park trash in the state of Utah. He says the lives of the fans are intense. Have now meaning and they'll all go home with a story to tell the large families have looking at greatness in the flesh. He says finally come back to Salt Lake City and there's a new side of the rock for fans to see. He says the side has always been there and fans are seeing it tonight. He says fans have the biggest WrestleMania main event in their hands with him and Roman facing out, but slip between the fingers when they start being vocal about wanting Cody Rhodes in his place. The Rock questions what Cody's story is and says Roman beat Cody in the main event of WrestleMania last year. He says there's no logic in Cody wanting a rematch after losing to Roman says things would be different if there are another spot such as basketball, sports such as basketball. He said people don't get a shot in our story and they want it and calls the fans crybaby bitches before he promised to do everything he can to walk out of WrestleMania as a loser and says Cody's story is ending. Well, there's it's just the beginning. Then the bloodline holds up the one symbol to close out this week's SmackDown. This was an okay. It honestly was just there for me. Uh, I was honestly overall scoring this one a six out of ten. If I had to pick some matches, I would say watch. I would say. Watched it both of the men's chamber qualifier. I will mention would be the Tiffany Selena match. That's really the only three you really go check out. But next, they did tape next week's SmackDown. So the matches confirm our Tiffany Sheffers Liv Morgan. Braun Breaker makes his in ring debut. His opponent, spoiler, is Dante Jen. Bruce Strong Star Pete Don Dark. But first, Joshua Day's Dominic Stewart, JD McDonough. By the way, I forgot to mention in my notes during the show. Um, Bane Dunn were interviewed, talk about their tag talk match at Elimination Chamber, and uh, Todd Bates at their new. Tag team name should be New Catch Republic. Honestly, it's not a bad name. Don't give it, but I, I'm 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 going to call him British Strong Style. And then Dominic challenges to a match. So they said him and Truth, but Dominic and Truth's not part of uh, Judgment Day. So Jamie McDonald will take his spot. But anyway, that's why that match was set up. Then we got another tag match. This was also the pain versus Andrew Dawkins, Montez for Street Profits, and Drew McIntyre for LA Knight. An elimination chamber card. I, honestly, I mean, we're, we're on the week now of. The chamber, so I don't think they'll add any matches. But the updated card is Judge Day will defend the Osprey tag titles against Brett Strong Style. 
the Women's World Title Number One Elimination Chamber match. It's Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Tiffany Stratton, Naomi, and the winner of the last chance power on Monday, this Monday on Raw. And then the Women's World Title Number One Ripley defends his Nia Jax. The World of Title Number One Elimination Chamber match. It is done title, by the way, is Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton versus Bobby Lashley versus LA Knight versus Kevin Owens versus United States Chamber Logan Paul. So that's only four matches. So I imagine they're probably going to stick to four matches unless they have. I could see them add one more, maybe for like a pre-show, but I think made show. I think that's the four enough. But that is uh, WWE. And now we're going to slide over to AEW Rampage as we kick it over with a no disqualification match between Sammy Guevara and Jeff Hardy. So Jeff slaps Guevara, then interesting strikes before Jeff hits a body slam on Guevara and pulls a ladder from underneath the ring. Guevara sets up inside, slides back up to the outside, and hits a chop. Jeff goes flying up the apron, splash table. Guevara hits a couple of stomps to him on the apron. Guevara climbs to the top, or hits a draw kick to Jeff, and gets him back in the ring for a two count. Both men find themselves on the outside again, and Guevara lands a chop. Jeff sends Guevara crashes in the barricade shore first and pulls the ring steps away from the ring post and uses him as a launch pad to connect with a running senton. Jeff and Guevara get back in the ring, and Jeff throws a chair at Guevara in the corner. Both men climb up the ladder, exchange right hands at the top of him. Jeff hits a neckbreaker to Guevara from the top rope as we go to a commercial break. We come over, we see the Hardy Boys up a table on the outside. As Jeff sends Guevara's head bounce off the apron, gets him on the table and climbs up to the second ladder next to it. Guevara meets him up there and fires up forearms on his spine, then Jeff gets Jeff back in the ring, plate set over a chair. Uh, he hits a neckbreaker off the top rope, gets Jeff on the table, stuff on the outside, and then climbs up the ladder and hits a beautiful swan tom bomb. They get back in the ring. Guevara looks at his shooting star person, Jeff, off the top rope, but Jeff gets his knees, but Guevara manages GTH for the win at 12 minutes and 31 seconds. Fun little like parkour match. I just want a six out of 10. And by the way, it looked like they did edit out the, if you've seen the stuff going on social media. So basically, how much Guevara hit the I think it was a 450 splash, I believe, and his knees smoked Jeff right in the nose. Lucky, I don't think they have a concussion from what I see. Look, it's just a broken nose. But I like how they kind of did a callback by the way to the 2001 hardcore combat between Jeff Hardy and Robin Dam. So, if you want to like what I'm talking about, so when Jeff grabbed the big ladder from the end of the but already move out and Hardy crashed for the table, but at least Guevara didn't. But Guevara almost hit, smoked his ankle off the ring apron. But like I said, fun, uh, no DQ match. Then after the match, Powerhouse off sneaks on Guevara and lays about a spine buster before he hits the world's dangerous slam, getting that from Mark Henry. Then we go back to Jordan Apeket for Brian Cage and Prince Nana. Brian addresses FTW champion Hook in their upcoming trios match on this Wednesday's Dunaway. Then we go back to Party Party, cut the promo, and they're shooting straight to the top of the tag team division. Then after the commercial break, we head over to BCC and they have a message for FTR head to drive match on Wednesday. Then we go backstage again to the other side with Renee Pagas with the outcast where Ruby Soho confronts Soraya about their issues as a lame before she tells her she thought she was trying to do what she thought was right but needs some space to think things over before Harley Cameron takes a page out of The Simpsons and basically threatens to stab her with a spoon. If you've seen The Simpsons episode with the spoon, then you know what I'm talking about. Then we go to a trio's action. The Von Erics, Marshall, and Ross. Tina with Dustin Ross versus Romero Cruz, Shimbashi, and Hit. Yes, there's a wrestler named Hit. Dustin Rose and Hit lock up the match started before Dustin hits an open palm strike to Hit before taking Ross Von Eric in. Ross hits a draw kick to Hit, then hits an arm drag on Shimbashi before Marshall tags in and hits a side headlock before taking back out to Dustin. Cruz tags in Lance Cro- and Dustin lands crossroad for a two count as Shimbashi and Hit break up the pin before Cruz gets hit with the final reckoning and the Von Erics and Dust- Dustin Rose gets the win at a minute 47. I mean, it was cool because they were in Cedar Park, Texas, so you got to get the Texas boys on the show. 
I guess one of two out of ten. Then we go back to Renee begins with Woman Shame, Tony Storm, Ryan May, and Luther before Tony uses Ryan to show Dion Pros what should do a revolution. Then we go to our third match of the show, Queen Amanita, Amanita versus Anna J. Both ladies shake hands before locking up and take turns locking each other's mission holds. Anna lands a back heel kick in the corner and falls with a backstabber as we go to a commercial break. We come over both ladies take turns landing overhand chops on each other before Amanita lands a double chop to Anna, falls with a suplex and charges a J in the corner, but she moves out of the way and looks for a spinning back heel kick, but Amanita avoids it and hits a running kick to her in the corner. Anna plants Amanita with a flatliner looks to lock in the clean slayer, but she carries into a pin as Anna really glitched the hold for Amanita lays her out with a kick for the win at eight minutes. Fun match. I just want an eight out of uh, sorry, a six out of ten. It wasn't match of the year, but it was still a fun match. <coughs> Excuse me. That's a match. Both ladies shake hands before hugging. Then after the commercial break, we go backstage to see Angel Parker shine with Ruby Soho. Angel hands her a Valentine's Day gift and tells her that he felt things for her that he never has before. He says he thought that slipping her, I know, was the only way he could talk with her, and Ruby cuts him off. Asks him he wants to have drinks next week, and Parker agrees. Then we go to our main event, a 12-man tag match. The Bang Bang Sister Gang, that is their legit name. If you're a wrestling fan, you understand it, but if you're not, if that might be something else. Anyway, sorry. As Trio Shamus, Anthony Bones, Mascots from Billy Gunn, along with the Ring of Our six-man tag champs, Bull Cup Glow, Jay White, Austin Gunn, Cone Gunn, Versus the Dark Order, Alex Rounds, John Zora, Evil Uno, who are teaming with Jeff Jarrett, Saturn Singh, and Jay Lethal. So the J starts, both Jays start this matchup and with a lockup before they take turns lock each other in submission holds for Evil Uno tags in and Jay White catches him with a chop in the corner. Cole Gunn tags in and whips Uno in the corner to catch with a drop kick and tags in Max Caster. Caster lands a him on Uno, tags in Anthony Bowens, and they hit the system in Timbers. As we go to a commercial break, we come back for break. Jeff Jarrett tags in and hits a side rush of Lake Sweep to Austin Gunn before Saturn Singh tags in and hits a right hand to the spine of Austin, followed by a hit butt and then tosses him across the ring. Jared hits a cheap kick to Austin from the apron and Saturn tosses him across the ring once again. So Billy Gunn and Saturn getting charged faces before Alex Reynolds and Billy tags in and Billy takes out Dark Horror right hand. He connects with a famous hurt, but Uno hits him with a neck breaker as Bowens takes out Uno with a kick, but John Silver does same to him and lands a German suplex. Castro lands a strike on Silver. But Singh looks to hit a double chug send to both him and Bowens for the guns take out Saturn together as Jay Lethal takes out Cone with Lethal Injection. Austin takes him up, but Jarrett sends him crashing in the mat. Jay White lays out Jarrett with the Blade Runner before the guns hit the 310 to Yuma on Reynolds to win this massive 12-man tag match at 10 minutes and 46 seconds. This was not a bad, I mean, way too many bodies in this match. I get a 25 out of 10, and they celebrate to close out this week's Rampage. Overall, quick episode, I just want a 5. Overall score, 5 of 10. Honestly, I'm going to just watch no DQ match in the women's match. That's the only two need to check out. But, uh, update Dominic card. So, basically, we have the tag match between BCC and FTR. We have the trios. I have the World Champion, Samoa Joe, Tim Bogles, NBC Sports, Sterling, Brian Cage. Go to FTR Champion, Hook, Rob Van Dam, and Heyman Page. We have, uh, and the two matches they added was Women's Champion, Tony Storm is in action. And so is Dion Perazzo. And, Match for next week's rampage is Brian May versus Anna J. And the collision on February 24th as we come back is Brian Dillson for June Akiyama. I'm pretty excited for that match. And Thunder Rosa and Serena D will both be in action. But that is AEW Rampage. And since there's no collision, we're going to jump range right the Saturday, February 17th shows. And we're going to kick it off with New Japan Pro Wrestling's and CML's Fantastic Media Day 5. Kick it off with some non-title action. The Mexican National Women's Tag Team Champions, uh, Jaro. Shista 
I love how you have to be stardom's all ties for Starlight Game Royoka at 12 minutes and 26 seconds for you. King Carl Chen Tyler on Roka. Our second match of the show, we had LAJ, we had Warbo Champion Tsuya Naito, Kamataji, and Yuji Suji, Rusuke Deguchi, Tomogahama, and Delfino at 6 minutes and 53 seconds by Smith Fiela Kambana on Delfino. Our third match, we had House of Torture, Timo Okamori, and Hachasero. They defeat Dark Panther, Atlas Jr., Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Yoa 12 minutes and 1 seconds by submission on Dark Panther. Match number four, we had Summoner Jr. and Brianna Jr. defeating the middleweight champion Tom Barrow and Doki at 8 minutes and 40 seconds via disqualification. Match number five, we had Francisco Akira, the world hysterical welterweight champion Mexico Dora, and the world hysterical middleweight champion Mystico defeating Junior Richard El Desperado, Rocky Romero, and Tiger Mask 4. At 10 minutes and 44 seconds via Sunset Flow on Tiger Rest 4. Similarly, made with the third place match of the 2024 Tag Team Tournament. We had LAJ's Welterweight Champion Teton and Bushi Devine, Lightweight Champion Stigma and Pegasel. At 8 minutes and 35 seconds via Angel Amori on Immortal on Pegasesso. And the main event, the finals of the Tag Team Tournament, we had Ultra Guerrero and Stoker Jr. defeating Lost Dust Burrows at 11 minutes and 51 seconds via Guerrero Special on Magnus. So it was New Japan Pro Wrestling. Then we go over to MOW Burning Crush. We kick it all with a six-man tag. We have Griffin McCoy, TJ Crawford, and Tony Deppin. Defeat Wasted Youths, Austin Luke, and Marcus Matthews, and Nolan Canato at five minutes and 55 seconds. In a field format, we have Setup. Defeat Thelma Exo, Notorious Mimi, and Terry R. James at four minutes and 58 seconds. For the National Open Boy title, Jake Chris defeating the champion Ricky Shane Page by disqualification three minutes and 56 seconds. But due to... Uh, the DQ, Ricky Shane Page does retain the title due to champion's advantage. Tom Lawler defeating World Tag Champ Matthew Just 6 minutes and 55 seconds. A Lumberjack and Jill match, Brett Ryan Gosling defeating Love Dog at 4 minutes and 7 seconds. In Tag Match, we had Cozy Max as MLW World Champion Satoshi Kojima. To Okamura defeat the World Titan Federation's David Boyd Smith Jr. and Richard Holiday at 6 minutes and 52 seconds. In the main event, in a Belaki Brawl match. Matt Cruel Kruger defeating Jacob Fatu at 11 minutes and 16 seconds. That was MLW. Here we go to Stardom in Corken Hall, night number two. Kick it with Titan Moon with Starlight Camp Royal, defeating Queen Quest's Lazy and Azumi by submission via Black Tiger Leg Kick kill at 9 minutes and 3 seconds. Susuzuki defeat Ray Yagami at 7 minutes and 49 seconds. Okaboa Rock. Non-title match, high-speed chain may surround to be Wakatsukiyama at 6 minutes and 55 seconds via shooting star. Six-woman tag team with Queen Quest God Star Champions, Yutami Hayashista, Sama Kamatani, and Mai Amasaki defeat Oitai's future sergeant Rina, Momo Watanabe, and Fukin Depp at 11 minutes and 6 seconds. Eight-woman tag team match, we have God Star Star Champions, Emi Sore, Suri, Emirai, Timo Asaki, Ketchum, defeating stars, IGP woman champion, Mayu Itani, Kokuma, Hasuki, and Yosuki at 14 minutes and 17 seconds by submission via body tightened sleeper hold on Yosuki. For the new blood tag team titles, champions Rengor, Saidi, Ida, and Hiden retains over May Sakura and Chan Yoda at 18 minutes and 54 seconds via be a master on Chan Yoda. Semi main eight woman tag team match with Empress Nexus via World of Star Chain Micah, Team Mir Shirakawa, Hanako, and Xena defeating Cosmic Angels, Wonder of Star Chain Story, and you. You didn't miss Amori, Tam Nakano, and Sarah Saika Kariota at 13 minutes and 4 seconds via Larry. In the main event, for the New Japan Straw Women's Hall on the line under no disqualification rules. A lot of no DQ matches this weekend. Uh, Julia retains over Natsuhiko Tor at 16 minutes and 23 seconds via Northern Lights Bomb. So that was stardom. Then over to Ice Ribbon 
episode 1330. As we kick it all with Yappy doing JC Storm at 6 minutes and 24 seconds via uh, Kentucky Bomb. Tenth mention Tatora Satsuki and Silicon Yanagawa defeating Yuri and Nene Fukukawa at 10 minutes and 57 seconds via double knee attack. And tenth mention and Chairman Yuki Masiro defeating Masa Kayurta and Tizuka Umino at 11 minutes and 23 seconds via Jackknife. And the main event, six, uh, sorry, tag to match it. Ice Infinity Jim, Okaba Oyashi, Arisha Shino defeating Siren and Kaho Matashista at 14 minutes 57 seconds via uh, Jackknife. So it's Ice Ribbon. Then over to Dragon Gate's Truth Gate Night number seven. Kick it off with tag team, six man tag team with C Prizes, open a triangle between champs Yuchiki Kaho and Ishim, along with Shun Skywalker versus D Kurtz, Midoka Kitio to Dragon Dia Right. Tanaka goes to a 15 minute time limit draw. And Tad's mention opened a triangle gate Jim Kai, Timon Ganai Fatella, defeating Matsuzuki Mosuki, and Shahiko Boy at 4 minutes 12 seconds for King Kong knee drop. And Tad's mention Shimoshi Mosuki and Yamato, defeating Yuzushi Kanda and Whole Loot at thir- 11 minutes and 37 seconds for Yokosuka Cutter. Six man Tad's with Gold Class Koto Minor, Ben K, and BB Hulk, defeating Naturalizes Kazi and UT, along with Ultimate Dragon at 12 minutes and 12 seconds for EBO. And the main eight man Tad's match we have. Natural Fives is Big Boss Muju and Strong Machine J. Teaming with Dragon Kid and Hiroki Doi. Defeating Big Hug. Open a Dream Gate Gym Louis Monte. And open a Brave Gate Gym Hyo. And they were teaming with Kung Fu Masters, Jason Lee, and Jackie Fung Kame at 14 minutes and 28 seconds via Machine Suplex. So that was uh, Dragon Game. Now we'll move over to Pro Wrestling Noah's Sunny Voyage Night number nine. As we kick it over a non-title triple threat match, Junior Jim Doug to be super crazy and Alejandro at seven minutes and three seconds via D level wings. In tenth match, Dragon Bane Alpha Wolf between Hardcore Champion Ninja Mac and Masakimia at eight minutes and thirty-eight seconds via Twister Bane on Mac. In tenth match, Ducky Amba and Hajima Ora between Keno and Yu Owada at eleven minutes and fourteen seconds via Triple D on Owada. Six man tag match with Real Sex and Huxley, Timothy Thatcher, and Suji Tanaguchi. Defeating Team Noah, Skoshosaki, SSG, Kojigan, High 69 at 14 minutes and 37 seconds. We have Fujiwara, Armbar, and High 69. Hayata defeating Junior Ray Tachim to SK at 8 minutes and 50 seconds. We have 403 Impact. In Tachim, we have Good Looking Guys, GG Tachim, National Champ, Jack Morris, all with Jake Lee. Defeating Followed Good Looking Guys, GG Tachim, Anthony Green, LJ Cleary at 11 minutes and 42 seconds. We have Culver Twist on Cleary. Ita defeating the other half of the Junior Ray Tachims, Yohei at 8 minutes and 5 seconds. We have Trauma. Excuse me, in the main event, eight man tag team match with Kitokimia, Ryu Oe, Menova Soya, and Juju Milwaukee. To be Naomi Mirafuji, Takashi Segura, Yushiro Elgo, and Yuka Sasaki. And 18 minutes and seven seconds via Jumping DT on Segura. So that was uh, Pro Wrestling Noah. Then jumping over to Wrestling Revolvers, what a show. And can go with Chris Bay to be Leo Rush, nine minutes and 45 seconds. Fruit Fixin defeat Matthew Palmer, but disqualification 4 minutes and 59 seconds. So we had a rematch where Fruit Fixin does defeat Matthew Palmer at 38 seconds. Jake Summers defeat Brick Savage at 9 minutes and 58 seconds. Mike Bailey defeat Elijah at 15 minutes and 21 seconds. And a tag team Lucha Street fight, the Rascals trade with Gareth Zachary Wentz. Defeat Lester Spraz, Areze, and Greg Gayloco at 14 minutes and 13 seconds. Brian Keefe defeat Mansoir at 10 minutes and 19 seconds. Mir Shafir and versus Moslem, which goes to no contest, 7 minutes and 38 seconds. For the rest of our tag team titles, the champions 
Chris Young veterans, James Drake, Zach Gibson, retained the Monsters last Lance Archer, and Alex Lane, bought his qualification in 11 minutes and 24 seconds. In the main for the Rebel World title, Alex Shelley retains for Alan Angels, Exodus Prime, and J.D. Griffey in a Fatal 4 match at 13 minutes and 8 seconds. So it's Wrestling Revolver. And moving on to Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling's Pro Wrestling Festival. As we go with Kai Torobami defeating Haru Kashiro at 6 minutes and 51 seconds via uh, Birdcage. In a triple threat match, Mitsuki defeat Raikou and Shiro Suzuki at 8 minutes and 11 seconds by submission via Facelock. In tag to match, Princess Tachim Yuki Ino and Bomb Harajuku defeating My Hero Karyuta and Hamurari at 10 minutes and 57 seconds via Phoenix DDT. In tag to match, the 2024 Max Hard Tournament winners Daisy Monkey, Suzumi Anasori, Endo defeat Yuki Kamafuku and Toga. At 9 minutes and 47 seconds via Juno Okade. And a non match, the Princess of uh, Princess Champion, uh, Mayu Yamashista, getting the win over Yoga Yohira. At 9 minutes 32 seconds with Rai High Kick. Rocket Satsumi defeating Sara. Sahara, Vice Match defeating Figure 4 at 8 minutes and 58 seconds. In the main event, in Tag Dimension, Shoko Nakajima and Hyper Masao defeating Mayu Watanabe and Mocha Yamato at 16 and a half minutes via Diving Senton. So it's Tokyo Joshi. And then we're going to move on to today's show, Sunday, February 18th. Kick it off with DDT at the Pro Wrestling Festival. It was a two-day event, but Tokyo Jojo was yesterday, and DDT got today. So opening match was Toro, Washington, Kazuma, Sumi at 6 minutes and 4 minutes of no doubt. Oh, Yoshi. Toy defeating Kazuka Hayata at 9 minutes 17 seconds via Kojima and Wonderland. It had to mention Damnation TAs, Desasuke Sasaki, and Ken defeating one half of the KOD Tag Champs, Yuki Ino and Ryoka. By submission via just cover twice at 12 minutes and two seconds. And to imagine one third of the six man tag Jun Akiyama teaming up with Yoshi Tatsu, defeating the other half of the KOD tag teams to see Endo and the another member of the co holders of the six man tag teams and over four gym Madoka Oyoshi at 12 minutes and 19 seconds. By submission, modify sternness dust. Six man tag team distance Godino for Super Sandango Machine goes to a Draw as both men fell asleep at 15 minutes and 34 seconds. In tag match, Harshman Aikido defeating Chris Brooks and 10 man tag Takashi Masta at 10 minutes and 36 feet. Samato in the main event, six man tag action. 37 commands, KOD Opoi Champion Yuki Ino, Universal Champion Mo, and Extreme Champion Soma Katsumata defeating Kazhasa Haikuji, Yuki Inai, and Hideki Okatani at 16 minutes and 18 seconds via No Mad Max. So that was uh, DT. Then over to the second to last night of the New Japan Pro Wrestling and CML's Fantastic Mania Tour. As this is the first of two nights in Cork and Hall. So opening match was a six-man tag match. We had number Opoi, six-man tag, and television champions Hiroshi Tanahashi, team of Rusuke Taguchi, Pesesso, Defeat, Tagma Hama, Yo and Tagma 4, at 8 minutes and 3 seconds, we had Crosshold on Hama. And eight-man tag match, we had House of Tortures, Sho, Yujimura Kama, and Yujiro Takahashi, Tino with the Mexican national tag team champion Magnus. They lost to LAJ's Ajayu Kamataji Bushi and Yojisuji in 8 minutes and 21 seconds. Eight, reverse Kambala on Magnus. Match number three, non title match. World Walter Jim Teton v. Brilliant Jr. in 7 minutes and 47 seconds. Eight, Java Amore. Immortal, sorry. Six man tag team match in match number four. World Historical Light Hill Jim Atlas Jr. Team with Dark Panther Masashi defeating Doki Okamura and Hechicero at 11 minutes and 55 seconds. Ruto. Rag Rock on Okamura. Match number five and a six man tie, uh, sorry, eight man tie team Black Remor- Black Cat Memorial match as Junior Champ El Despero, the lightweight champion Stigma, 
World Historical Welterweight Champion Mescal Dora and World Historical Middleweight Champion Mystico defeating Ultimate Jerk. Guerrero, Stoker Jr., Francisco Care, and Delfino. At 13 minutes, the three sides face Scott Dallow, Driver, on Delfino. Semi main event, we had a non title match. Salvador Drew defeating the world middleweight champion Tom Barrow at 18 minutes and 46 face Salvador Driver. In the main event, Faldo Drew defeating Rugger Romero at 22 minutes and 34 seconds face Canadian Destroyer. On this show, I would just watch basically the last two matches. Those are my top two recommendations from this show, but that was New Japan for Wrestling. And then we're going to go over to Big Japan Pro Wrestling and Cork and Hall, their first show of the month. Kick it off with a tight match. We had Takoa Nomura and Kazuma Yoshida defeating Yokohama Street, six man tag of Daiji Hashimoto, Timo Kosuke Sato at 10 minutes and three seconds by submission via modified armbar on Sato. Then we had a six man tag match. We had Kodosuke Fuda, Kaji Tomato, and Akito Hadaka defeating. Kazuhiki Hashima, former Ame and Sasuke Nagato, and 9 minutes and 4 seconds via Sean Capture. And tied to match, we had Ryu Ito and Desuke Sakimao defeating Ryu Hama and Indy Wu at 10 minutes and 5 seconds via Dragon Splash. And a G Shock death match, we had the Big Japan Tag Champ Masa Takata defeating Kenko Hashino at 11 minutes and 18 seconds via Butterfly Blue Thunderbomb. And a six man tag team uh, street fight, the Gohama Church six man tag team Yashi Kamatani. The other half of the Big Japan Tag Team, Masa Takahashi and Asma Kadaka, defeating Deathmatch Heavy Team Yuki Shikawa, Yuki Yamato, and Sagat at 11 minutes and 29 seconds via back bottom on the barbed wire. Semi moment for the All Asia Heavyweight title, Demonjito retains over Yasmin Nakanoi at 20 minutes and 42 seconds via Black Rain. And the main event for the World Strong Heavyweight title, Champion Yua Oyagi retains over Kazuma Kitayuta at 16 minutes and 31 seconds via Kasahiri Chop. So that's Big Japan Pro Wrestling. And we'll move over to Dragon Gate, Triff Gate, day number eight. As we kick it off with Tech Dimension Gold Class being naturalized as Jackie Funk, Kame, and Kazi, and nine minutes and 24 seconds via Spear. Ganai Fatale Van Holoon, three minutes and 47 seconds via Kikon Knee Drop. And Tech Dimension Gate, Yushi Shikanda, and Ultimate Dragon, defeating Masaki Mosuki and Punch Tamanaga at nine minutes and 11 seconds via the Ryu. And six man tag team match, we had. D. Kirsch defeating Naturalizer's Trauma Machine J, Jason Lee, Big Bosch Mushu, and 9 minutes and 2 seconds via Pinfall. Tag match we had Big Hug defeating Smooch Mushu and Takachi Yoshida at 12 minutes 20 seconds Super Tigre. In the main event, 6 man tag match we had Yamile Dragon Kit and Dom Fuji defeating Sea Brats at 14 minutes and 19 seconds via Galleria. So it's Dragon Gate. Then we'll move over to. Azakami and Osaka at the 176 box. As we kick it off with Kaori Yoyama Haku, and I'm at the 45 seconds via back rolling cradle. Six woman tag to match we had. Anyway, Osaki, Sorinu, and Karahiro defeat Magua Hasano, Ayosuke Oyagi, and Ram Kachao. 21 minutes and one second for you. Modify Love Master Girl. You defeat Michael Takashi at 12 minutes and 3 seconds via the Bear Bears. And a triple throw match, Rita Yamashista defeat Maya Kiyuki and Tespa Kuriyagi at 10 minutes and 56 feet implant. In the main event and tight match, we had Aikino and Haru Matsumoto defeating Sakao Kato and Rai Natsunami at 21 minutes and 19 seconds feet Oklahoma Roll. So that was Oz Academy. We'll move over to Stardom and Shibaya. As we kick it off with 
a title match at Wakatsuki Yama and Hanago defeating Oitai's future star champion Rina and Ryo Ganimitz 42 seconds via Jackknife Hold and a triple threat match rate non title. High speed team may surround to beat Nubla Tajim Heenan and May Sakura at six minutes and 49 seconds via Ryo Six woman tag team, we had Oitai's Starlight Kid, Mobile Wants, Nominate, Hiko Tor, defeating Cosmic Angels at 12 minutes and 11 seconds. And tag team, we had Suzuki and Julia defeating Stars. Or stars FWC's Hasuki and Kogma at nine minutes and 43 seconds via German suplex and a 10 woman tattoo match with Queen's Quest defeating God's Eye at 13 minutes 11 seconds via Tenzai in the main event. Six woman tattoo with stars IWGB woman champion Mayo Itani, new blood tattoo champ Saida and Yusuke defeat uh Empress Next Phoenix's world star champ Micah, Mir Shirakawa and Cena at 14 minutes and seven. Oh, my apologies, sorry. Empress next, Phoenix defeating stars at 14 minutes, 7 seconds feet, figure four on Yusuke. So that was uh, stardom. And to close out this week's show, we will go over to Ice Ribbon and Kamada. As we kick it off with a tattoo we had. Yushiku Hezgawa and Masa Karyo to defeat Anchem and Siren at 11 minutes 26 feet muffler hold. Kamago Ashi defeat Kaihiko Mashida at 9 minutes 86 feet ham roll. And Tatsu we had Yuki Sakara and Samoga Yagata defeat Yappi and Yuri at 12 minutes and 44 seconds. Oi defeating Ashuri Shino at 14 minutes and 43 feet. Oi. And we had La Jarsita Elevator defeat JC Storm and Tetsukana Umino at 12 minutes and 26 feet Aladrina. In the main event, six woman tight with Ice Avenue Obug Ayashi, Curry, and Mayu Ashida defeating Mahamago Ayashi, Tetoro Satsuki, and Nasuka Fujitagi at 23 minutes and two seconds. So that was Ice Ribbon. And that's the show for this week, guys. I'm your host, Ethan Black. I'll be back on Friday. Tell me the shows for Monday for Thursday and the West Coast Pro Show from today. Have a good week and stay safe. <laughs>